Hi and welcome to another episode of Morphtastic Live. If you don't know already, this is the audio version of our live show, so please bear in mind you will hear us interacting with people leaving comments which you cannot see. If you would like to see the video version, you can find us on YouTube by searching either Elite Geckos or Morphtastic. I would like to say a huge thanks to our supporters. I'd like to say a huge thanks to Jay Eco Geckos at Life Food Hub, who's been a constant support from the day one. Uh, he has sponsored us and doing many things for us to help us continue doing what we are doing. I'd also like to say a huge thanks to David at Bubba Geckos. Jeff from J5 Geckos is also doing some amazing 3D print caves, bowls, etc. I want to say a thanks to Leah at Better Geckos, Carlos at Coastal Side Geckos, Ryan at Recto Reptiles, Chloe from Chloe's Geckos UK, Elena from Wendigo Exotics, and Malt Zimmerman from Only Geckos. I am your host, George from Elite Geckos, and I hope you enjoyed today's show. Do you like beard? I love bearded dragons. I love all reptiles. Um, we're going to get J5 in now. Um, he's got some great stuff. Um, a lot of animals, a lot of different lines. Um, no beard to the edge. I thought I'd keep it subtle today. I showed one of my friends this, and they went, why are you drinking a girl's drink? So you might see me just poke my head around. Right, let's get Jeff on. Alright, Jeff, I'm going to invite you in. I know you're in the chat. I'm going to invite you in. It will say something like, um, Elite Geckos has requested you to join the live. Uh, you should just smash that and it should send you straight in. So let's do this. Jay. How was your hunting, Adam? Hello, hey, George. How you doing, man? Good. Just making this a little louder. So this is my first live, so I'm a little nervous, but uh, I know I'm in good company. Do you know what, mate? It, it, even though I get nervous still doing it, I get like, little butterflies. I think, you know what? Just, once right. you get going, it just all becomes natural. So how you yeah. been anyway? Good. Uh, you know, as as you know, last one got canceled. I had a little hospital stay, you yeah. know, getting a little older and a uh, little jealous that you're drinking. I can't drink right now for a couple oh, of weeks. Oh, really? So, yeah, well, I'm pretty strong antibiotics, so have one for me. <laughs> I'm drinking this one for you. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, Jeff, what got you into breeding? How did it all start? When did it all start? So, so back in high school, that's when I first got into reptiles. Um, I saw the beard dragon comment. That was probably my first big purchase. I uh, paid 500 That That was back in the 90s when they were first imported into the U.S., Paid $500 for a normal bearded dragon and uh, had corn snakes. Uh, went to college, couldn't bring the beardy with me. Took probably a two year break from reptiles in general. Had the itch again and got into leopards and, and chameleons. Um, that's something you could hide in the dorm room. You couldn't <laughs> yeah. hide a 55 gallon tank in a dorm room. So uh, started with leopards. Um, they were just normal leopards from. Uh, you know, honestly, from PetSmart way back when. Um, got out college, you know, got a job and then had a couple kids. And I'm like, you know what? My parents are always cool with letting me have reptiles, but never breed. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm old enough. I own my own house. So uh, started getting into leopards, did a lot of research. You know, that's one thing you learn. I have saltwater tanks. Um, 
And the one thing I tell new people is do your research before you, if it's a pet, it's a pet. Uh, yeah. You should still probably buy from a reputable breeder, but um, did a lot of research. I watched, I saw the, the Matt comment or question. Yeah. Um, did a lot of, watched a lot of Sasselbeck reptile videos before I even purchased anything. Uh, so five years ago is when I pretty much bought my first four. It was a Max Snow. I bought a Super Hypo Tangerine, a Het Radar, and, and just another Bell line. Um, so, and then it kind of grew from there, you know. Yeah. Uh, first year breeding, produced maybe, what, 12, 16 babies, sold them on um, DMJ. DMJ. He's, he's my <laughs> table partner. So, and I'll get to him. Um, you know, started selling them out of my basement on Craigslist. And, you know, when you have three kids and a wife and dog, you don't really want strangers showing up to your house. Yeah. Um, so two or three years in, that's when I met uh, Dave DMJ Reptiles is my table partner. Yeah. So he does uh, ball pythons, uh, crested geckos, gargoyles, leeches. Um, he, we were friends back in the saltwater hobby from probably 10 years ago. And I saw him do a crested gecko, a crested gecko post and, he was vending at a, a a reptile expo, and I went and visited him. You know, started talking to him again, and uh, really started. You know, hey, I'm gonna have quite a bit next year, and that's kind of when we all hooked up. Uh, it's probably what Dave, like three years going. We've been vending together, maybe four. Um, and then you know, then there's the 3D part. Um, I'm quite handy. I build all my own furniture. All these racks are built by me. All my shelves, all my tables. Um, you know, I was using pies like this, mushroom yeah. containers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I'll do you know, Whatever. <laughs> my kids ate a lot of yogurt. These were for my hatchlings. And then, you know, my calcium was always in Gatorade caps. And, you know, I'm, I'm 40 now. And I have as many as 150 geckos. And, you know, I throw, when they get dirty, I throw them in a five-gallon bucket, uh, clean them once a month, and I take two, yeah. two hours clean. I'm like, I'm 40 years old, and I'm cleaning Gatorade bottle caps for two hours. <laughs> this, is, this is not what I should be doing right now, you know, not spending time with my kids or my animals. So, you know, and then I got into, like, just getting, like, the cups. Yeah. And they worked pretty well, but they started knocking that stuff over. Um, so my dad retired probably four or five years ago and he, he, he's into like end scale trains. So he started mm -hmm. printing old houses and stuff. So, you know, I, I drew up a couple of designs and sent them to him and I'm like, Hey, could you just print one of these out for me? And I want to test it out. That turned into, can you print me out a hundred? Um, and then I, you know, I just posted one thing on Instagram of, of yeah. my, my hatchlings eating out of, you know, which is really one of the first bowls. This yeah. is the hatchling bowl. And people are like, where do I get that? Where do I get that? So that turned into one printer to two printers. And so now I have four. Um, <laughs> so, so there's that. So there's geckos. And then there's, you know, the 3D printing is really um, just going on almost about a year. And, and what's happened with you and uh, Beta and whoever else has been banned yeah. It's kind of changed my the way I do things. So uh, last week, I set up a J5 Gecko 3D account. 
And that's where all the 3D products are going to be posted. That way, if I ever get banned, that is totally separate yeah. from anything animal related. I don't post, I mean, I post pictures of geckos eating from them, but you know, I, as far as I know, I'm within total, within the guidelines of Instagram and Facebook, but you know, it sucks. I mean, what were you up to like? I was almost, yeah, I was almost at 5k. And to be honest with you, Jeff, I'm not too bothered about the followers because right. uh, I'm more bothered about, like you, I was actually a chameleon breeder before leopard geckos. So right. I had some old chameleon hatchlings on there, stuff that I know it sounds silly. I never saved on my phone or my computer. I just put it on Instagram. You know, you never think, oh, they're going to take me down. Right. So there's actually images on there that mean a lot to me. Like my first leopard gecko hatchling was on there, loads of stuff like that. And it's just, just the inconvenience of it all. And it's like now there's a lot of people like yourself and other fellow breeders like Gecko Boa. He got his account taken down. It's like, oh, oh, real? I didn't even know Gecko Boa got his taken down. Yeah, Gecko Boa's got his taken down yesterday. It's like, what, uh, what's the point in trying to build something on Instagram or just to get it taken down? And I think what you've done is the great thing to make two separate accounts where I know if your account got taken down, it would be a huge inconvenience as it is, but at least you've got your 3D stuff separately. It's something I should have done with the live, I think, because of our yeah, lives. It, it might and... not be a bad idea. And, and and like you said, it's it's not it's the pictures and the videos, but it's also everything behind that. Like, yeah. you might post the gecko, you're like, oh, I still have that on my phone, but what pairing was that from? Yeah. When was it born? You know, what is it head for? I don't, I sold it five years ago. Um, you know, so it's, it's that as well. Um, and then, yeah, like all, all my customers, you know, on, on, um, on the animals as well as the 3d is, you know, they're, they're my best way to get info out. Like people see, like, I see, uh, Greg from Blizzy Bowls is on Micah from MS farms. You know, I got East end, uh, geckos, Adam from, uh, Green Mountain Dragons. They're, they're, they spread the word of, you know, my 3d stuff. They're my best salesman you know <laughs> so uh i i just want to have that completely separate you know just in case you know like i said i don't think i'm doing anything as I'm, I'm surprised john from gecko boa got taken down yeah I, as far as i know he just posts pictures yeah is that it? i mean they, they've got like a botting system at the moment where they're picking up simple things like black gecko white gecko i know jay from eco geckos he got shadow banned for saying black gecko they're just right. picking up little things like that that in instagram's terms they look at it like oh why are you putting this much information into geckos you must be selling them sort of thing right. um so it's that if they got a botting system at the moment i know a lot of people are thinking like for me i was the exact same i thought someone must have been reporting me i don't know what's going on the i know it's the botting system they've got out they're picking up things like available uh, for rehome uh, so we have to put terms like 1.0 0.1 i mean right. it's just instagram was the most safest place it was always yes. facebook that was always oh, yeah i mean careful. they're all by the same people but you know yeah. that's it's it's you know, you got to second guess of what you're going to post now. And then also, you know, when, when stuff happens in the community and people are fighting, you're like, do I get involved? Because then they're just going to come after me. So I try to play it safe and, and stay out of most of it, which, you know, isn't the right thing to do either. Because if someone's doing something wrong, you should let people know about it. But then, all right, they have 10 friends and could just bang yeah. you. That's so what, what do you do? <laughs> uh, you need it. Because what are you going to do without 
we're going to go back to forums. Oh, it's just see. I think it will fix itself, and I think I just think they they've got a system at the moment where it's just targeting us breeders for some reason. I just I don't think Instagram have, have said right this remove reptile breeders. I don't think they've done that. I think there's just something gone on at the moment where they've got some kind of like for example, there's there's you will know there's so many scams at the moment with black knight yep. things like that. So maybe that's something to do with it. I've seen loads of people that have fallen victim for it. So. Maybe something to do with that, but it, it's a huge worry, especially for me and yourself. Like I know in America, a lot of people have, there was a guy called Boss Dragons and Instagram was his business. Like right. even though he sold beardies, everything he sold was through his Instagram account. So when right. it got removed, he messaged me and went, look, man, I, I don't want to come across the bad way. This is like a hobby for you, but like, this is my life. This is what pays my rent. This is what, and I'm like, oh, I am so sorry, man. But this is exactly the issue we're going to have. People will go on to move something else but like you said i don't want to go back to forums that stuff's long <laughs> exactly and you know what do you i mean what do you have a, a do i set up another backup account now just and you know it's just how far do you go like you said like right you so could... now it's just more work another thing to monitor yeah um now it, it sucks i mean have you heard anything nothing I mean, no. this is the thing. They didn't even say to me, look, this is this is what's happened or we've had a report or you've put these sort of posts up. Nothing. It's just taken down nothing. I've been, every two days I've been appealing it because I can still appeal it. And I know their help centre is so poor that I'm, I'm assuming I'm just going down the pile. By the time I put my new appeal in, it goes right back down. But right. it's, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm kind of glad, but it sort of benefited me because of my account was so old. Believe it or not, a lot of the followers are inactive or right. have deleted their accounts or whatnot. So even though I had the best part of 5,000 followers, probably two, 300 of them actually followed me. Right. So the new account I got now, it's three weeks old, maybe a month, and I've got 900 active followers. So in a way, it's annoying. but That's way, a real audience though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how the community, I think even you helped out when I put, when I made a new account and I said to everyone, look, I lost my account. Honestly, my opinion changed massively on the community. I think I had 150 reshares, people reaching out saying, oh, I'm really sorry. So it's good to see that we can help each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I set up the separate one. Yeah. It's, you know, I don't want to lose that, that audience. Um, so now I'm going to make new business cards um, that that have both accounts on them. You know, so anytime I ship out 3D orders, we'll have that account, you know, and that it shows it'll have both. Um, yeah, it's, it's Smart fun, move. right? Smart move. With your printing, would you say um, it was something you sort of fell into? Like you said, did you think, oh, I want to design myself a few bowls, a few caves. Next thing you know, a few people have inquired and it's just growing <laughs> and growing. Is it, is it sort of worked like that? Well, my dad warned me. He's like, you sure you want to do this? Because he knows how I am. And I'm like, dad, I don't need another hobby. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to make these bowls. And, and, you know, then, you know, you get requests from people. You know, I had some early hides and, and, and then Micah from MS Farms was like, hey, can you do moist hides? I'm like, yeah, I kind of started one. Um, I didn't think anybody would buy them because they're more expensive and yeah. they take forever to print, but they're selling like crazy now. And so so this is the large moist hide. And, and it's got a secure lid. So, I mean, not to say that they can never 
kick it off, but it snaps in there pretty well. I think I sent you one. Yes. Um, so what I like about them is well, they're easy to clean as well because you right. can go right to the corners and yep, it's just exactly. so easy. And I like everything being the same as well. So yeah, I can imagine all of them. Yeah, yeah, I like. Yeah, that. I think a lot of it is like people breeders that 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 are into them. I'm not saying everybody has OCD, but I think people just want a clean setup. Um, you know, the thought behind the bowls was, again, I just want to gecko shits in here. I can throw it out, replace it, and we're good. I don't have to even take it out of the, out of the cage. Um, so, and then it's got the calcium divot uh, and could hold roughly 50 to 60 mealworms, yeah. half full. So I was can, very surprised, actually, Jeff, because yeah. very few mealworms come out of them. Uh, right. If you fill it halfway, you should be golden. Yeah. Um, if you go any higher, then they, they could start getting out. You know, the, the hatchling version that I sent yeah. you, this needs work. They do get out of this, right. um, which I think is good in a way, because yeah. uh, I don't put this in until they really start eating. Uh, yeah. I want to make sure they're eating and pooping first, and then I'll put this in. Some will get out. So I'm going to probably make it a little taller and put a divider here. So if they do get out, they're not going to go in the water. Um, but so that pops off too. So a lot of it's really just easy cleaning. Uh, you have your new bowls there, uh, Jeff. The new design. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's are, a great design. Yeah. These are really meant for superworms. Yeah. Um, and Dubia. I, I, I think Micah from MS Farms can test these out. I don't have Dubias currently. Uh and, you know, I, I work with her. I send her all my prototypes because she orders so much. And she gives me feedback. So I make it a little taller. Uh, you know, I did a test one night. I put, like, 15 in there. One got out. You know, they just pile up. And so they all, go to, they all sort of plan. They all yeah, they, we all go to the corner. One of us will get yeah, out. It's like, uh, <laughs> what's that show? Um, with the red light, green light, where they're all running to the wall. And oh, yeah, just piling yeah. Up. Um, <laughs> So I got that, and then I got it without a calcium divot. Um, and then, you know, I'll just show off the highs to get the 3D stuff out of the way. Yeah, no. So these are, I think I first came on your radar from um, Junior's Geckos. Yeah. So these are for him. He likes this red. And he also yeah, likes he's great too. for some reason. I, I, you know, all my customers are great because they give me feedback, you know, good and bad. You know, he had a problem where. Uh, they were splitting in the back only on this one color. So I fixed that. You know, I have other three printing friends that you might want to look into is uh, uh, God, Firehouse Geckos. He does a lot of uh, crusty ledges, leachy ledges, chameleon feeders if you do chameleons. So check him out on, on Instagram and, and uh, he's on Etsy as well. And then the last thing was the... This is I really, really like that. Yeah, so this I only use um, for, for the trouble hatchlings that always get stuck shed. Or if I'm, if I'm going away for a couple of days and I have really young hatchlings that I like to keep moist, I'll put this moist hide in there too. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of the products I'm showing, like the, the moist hides in general, or I don't even have them in my own setups yet because I'm still printing. You know, they take quite a while to print out, so... Uh, I usually take the mess ups, so the the bad prints are the ones that go in my cages. The, and fa then... the factory faults. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, eventually, I'll have the nice stuff, but you know, I gotta keep going on on that stuff. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's just another thing yeah. to do.
you're doing well because I keep seeing your stuff, starting to see it more and more, and that's that's the best way to get business is word of mouth. Like, oh, yeah. like for example, this... Judah messaged me and said, "I know you're in the UK, but you're gonna have to message Jeff to see if you can get some of this stuff. It's fire." So yeah, yeah that's, you're doing you're doing really well. I really like that new design you've done with that bar. Yeah, I appreciate really... it, man. And, and and a lot of that like other Instagram account thing is for that history. So yeah, if I ever get banned, you know. I didn't patent anything yet, but if I do, I want that history. I mean, it's on Etsy too. Yeah. But what is the know. Instagram page for that, um, Jeff? So, so people viewing know where to go for your printing. The, it's my Instagram for the 3D stuff is J Five Gecko 3D. It's the same as my normal, but with 3D on the end. So, um, and yeah, like like I said, like my bet. Well, all my customers, my best customers, but you know, Micah in general is and. You know, uh, Greg at they, they at Blizzy Bolts have all sent me sent me stuff. I think we might be frozen. Are you you're back? Oh, I'm back now. Yeah, I, we're, I, we're, I, we're, I we're all leggy. Second. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's great. You know, I, I like seeing the stuff in video, people's videos and getting lots of use. So. It's like sending a gecko to somebody. When you see they've got the gecko and they're happy of it, it makes you feel good. So same with your products. When you're getting people and they're happy of it, it makes you feel good inside. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I have other customers that, you know, like uh, a tree frog collective. He's like a huge tree frog. He, he wants me to design him something for tree frogs. So it's stuff that we wouldn't necessarily think about. But I'm like, yeah, I could do something like that for him. So definitely. Yeah, it's it's... It's just something else to to keep busy. So yeah, hundred percent. So we have another question here for you, Jeff. What is your favorite projects, and what are you mostly focused on? Like, what what is your main project? You just, oh man, that's what I know. You're gonna have I, I don't time. Know I, could, <laughs> I don't think I can narrow it down to one. And you know, over the past year, I really started taking a step back and getting out of some stuff. Like I had Diablo Blancos. I I think they're cool, but they're kind of nasty. Uh, Heidi at Xenomorphs used to have them, and she was telling me how nasty they were. I got into them. I'm like, yeah, they're pretty nasty. So I got out of them just to make room in the racks. Um, I work with a lot of um, Bold Stripe, a lot of Blood, you know, now Rainwater, Tremper, Bandits, and cro all crosses of all those. Um, I, I think I like Bloods the best, and then Max Snow Bolds. Um, or bold band got bold in a lot of stuff. Bold is yeah. a thing for everything. Yeah, and I could show some of the moths if you want. Yeah, please do. Please do. Oh, so my this God. is Bella. She's a Maxno Bold Stripe. And she's probably one of my favorite geckos. She doesn't really look Maxno anymore. She's uh, Her lineage ties back to Heidi at Xenomorph, and then uh, I got the female from a breeder that ties back to David's Fine Geckos. Oh, so yeah. she's one of my favorites for sure. So um, I'll show you some babies. Because there was all, there, we also have a question that someone said, "What does bold work well with?" I I can tell you, bold yeah. goes with everything. <laughs> Yeah, it goes with everything. I like with Bandit. You know, this one is Bandit, although she doesn't want to cooperate. Uh, and she's a Max Snow as well. 
But, you know, Matt Snow, um, let's see what else. Here's one of my holdbacks from this year. So this is another Max Snow Bold, Bold Bandit. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, they're, they're some of my favorite. You know, I think the the two people I know that work with Bolds that I like the best are Heidi yeah. from Xenogecko Morph and, and Seth from Huff's Herps. Uh, I actually just won a giveaway from Pisces Geckos. Oh yeah, I think I saw the your uh, video. That's, it was really nice. Yeah, and and, and her line ties back to Seth at, at Huff's Herb, so I'm kind of excited to have his line in mind. I mean, his line was probably already in my line because he does a lot of work with Heidi. Um, so yeah, Max knows her. You know, for people that are starting breeding and like, what should I start with? I always say Max Snow. because right off the bat, you're 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 in a codom. You hold back produce supers the next year if you get head eclipse or or head tramper or you had the possibilities are even more so i always say max no um want to get into gems i've got a lot of gems here yeah. <laughs> uh, i gotta save up a little bit they're still pretty expensive even tugs maybe eventually but see i'm already doing that where i'm like all right i have so much already and i'm like <laughs> all right i need i need gems now yeah, um, you told you, you told me literally five minutes ago. I'm just you know I'm freeing up some space. You know now he's yeah. talking about tons. He's talking yeah. about Jim. That's what us breeders are like, though. We always want something more. Yeah, there's something always else. something else. Um, a lot of the this is the father to a lot of my bold stuff. So he's a bold bandit, but he has he's got a really cool head stamp. Oh, very. You nice. know, the, the video doesn't do this justice, um, just so you know. They look pretty dull, but they're not. Yeah, they always it always washes them out. So if anyone watching this, if you want to see these geckos, I'm sure you can see them on Jeff's yeah. page or drop them a message. They're all on my page. You know, this guy's got a pretty cool head stamp. Uh, you know, that's stuff we look for. Here, it, That one reminds me of almost that old school bandit look, like almost that bumblebee bandit look. That He's one. got like eyes. A mouth, and he looks like he's smoking a cigarette. He's pretty cool. So, yeah. So we have a, we have another question, and this is this is actually quite a good one because this is something I'm recently got into myself. Uh, what is your overall goal with rainwaters? So rainwater, I kind of fell into. Um, it's something I always did tremper and bell, and always stayed away from rainwater. Uh, I had a. a she wasn't even a breeder yet. She was, but she she was doing her homework. She bought a bunch of uh, geckos. Uh, that I'm blank. Liz from I think it's Lunation Gecko. Yeah, it was a rainwater stripe. Um, she had some uh, geckos from Deck Deck. So she was getting out. She was moving, and she's mm -hmm. like, "I follow you. You know, I'll sell them to you for real cheap." And she provided all the genetics. And I even contacted Liz. I'm like, "Yeah," she's like, "That's mine." Um, so then I, I contacted Jeff from JMG for, uh, a bold stripe. I got a, a bold red stripe from him, uh, rainwater breeder that he, he was able to let go. And, and then I also have atomics from, uh, claw geckos. He got out. Um, so I have an atomic rainwater and then I got bold stripe rainwater. 
And then I got one from Micah at MS Farms that's a fire water. So here I am again with three <laughs> new projects. But I'll show you my favorite. Because I, I, me personally, I, I, I do. Th I know Bell for some reason this this year everyone's gone a bit crazy for Bell, but the, with rainwaters, I can see so much potential, and there's not so much been unlocked with them just yet. Right. So this, yeah. So this one's real, and it's a crazy. But if I could get her to calm down. Oh, that yeah. I'm... The, so <laughs> this is the bald stripe rainwater, and and. The one from uh, Jeff at JMG is is red stripe too. Yeah. So I think you would consider that red stripe as well. That's um, so that one sold because I have I had some that I already kept for myself. Um, and then I'm gonna do a a cross with the one from Micah at MS Farms. I'm looking for her right now. Hopefully this comes up on camera. This is a fire water and it was one of her holdbacks, but she let it go to me. Thank God. Oh, stunning. Again, it, it looks like crap. Let me see if it turns. Yeah. Off. There we go. Oh, lovely. Beautiful. The color on it. That's the thing is with rainbows always say aim for color. That is. Yeah, exactly. Prime. I got to practice this, George. Uh, no. You're really good at putting the geckos on camera. <laughs> it's just that, I think not. it's my hot hands. I, I sit here rubbing my hands, so when they when I get them uh, when I get them out, they just sort of lay on me. But I've got a fire water. Yeah, I see that. I want to show you. I got her from. Do you know LM geckos in? I think it's California. That's it. Uh, yeah, Lori Mitchell. I think she's in Connecticut. Um, yeah, it's awesome. She was really reasonably priced, and this is something I always say to people: if you ever see a gecko for sale and it's got like uh, a regen tail, they normally go for a lot cheaper. Right. But I, I, I'm into for the gecko for the genetics, not the very yep. slight tail. Nip. That's actually a pretty good regen tail. That's yeah. Regen. It wow. almost looks normal. Um. Yeah. So that 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 fire water that I got from Micah. I'm gonna cross to this. This is an atomic. Oh, so it'll, it'll be an atomic firewater cross. Oh uh, my god! That, now that is a now that is a me gecko. So so this is one I produced this year. Um, and then there's bloods. You know, bloods are all my blood stuff is directly from uh, Jeff at JMG. So now I'm producing these bloods that I'm like in love with. So I really got to start trimming out some of the, and that's the, the hard part is I do a lot of expos where you want some cheaper geckos, like 50 to a hundred bucks. Cause that's what typically sells. You don't typically sell a two or $300 gecko at a, a reptile expo. So, but now my collection is getting so much nicer. I have to start trimming out some of the, you know, lesser, stuff um, that's what's annoying with reptile shows i saw the same thing when i went to uh the uk's biggest show we have here called doncaster show and you i i took some stone wash with me and I, I said to myself they're gonna go there, there's no doubt they're gonna go yeah they were abs absolutely stunning and uh they didn't go 
it's always your, like you said, your 50, your 40 pound max snow, normal, just an eclipse. They always go. I always find, um, I would always be breeders that when it couriered, they're, they're the ones that are more willing to, to spend. But uh, it's, right. yeah, it's, yeah, some stuff. I, I, I actually just contacted Jeff yesterday or two days ago about a stone wash. And I'm like, maybe because you asked, or I know, I'm sure it'll come up what I'm looking to get into. Um, it'll be clowns and stone wash. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're insane. Um, I want to show one more because I promised I'd show it off. Uh, I'll show more, but uh, this is a Maxno Reverse Stripe Eclipse, and Heidi at, at Xeno Gecko Morphs has been begging me for this, oh. and I said, Heidi, next year, you'll get the first baby, so. Oh, that's crazy. It's almost like some lavenders going down across the street. Yeah, he's got, oh. a lot of my Maxnos have lavender in them, um, but, you know, this is pretty high yellow. But out of the egg, it was pure black and white. Uh, so. uh, how are you finding that? Uh, before I forget, because I, I work with blood too, like yourself. How do you find it with crossing? Because uh, with my experience, uh, you either get some that you look at and you go, wow. Then you get some uh, that sort of that, average. That, that's a great question because all my bloods that are not Eclipse are like insane. Yeah. Once you get eclipse in there, like it's a visual eclipse, they're, they're kind of bland. It just blands it uh, for some reason. So that's something like here's my holdback. Uh, this is my one blood holdback for next year or, or normal blood. That's not Tremper. Uh, and she, bloods are crazy when they're younger. So I don't know how long I'll have her on camera for but. I always find when, when when they're really young, sort of to about twenty grams, they are incredible. Then they sort of mild out, and then when they hit that adult age, they just pop again. Yeah. Oh, so let me not. see if I turn this light off again. So, so this is not. my blood hold bag. Yeah, I like that head stamp. Yeah, they're cool. Oh, that's. That's a rocket, all right. <laughs> That's and a rocket. Uh... Right. Let me see. So this is one of the bloods we got here. Yeah, so so I get a lot of that too, where they almost look like they're purple head. You know, they got that lot. Yeah. This is one of my breeders from last year. Oh, more traditional blood. Um, they got like that golden side yeah. that I love. So bloods are probably my favorite. Um, blood tramper. Um, so what? What? What, what I'll, in I'll your? You. Go ahead. What in your uh, with what you work work with? Because I know you got a few tangerine stuff. What 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 in your experience do you think works better with Tremper? What tangerine line what you've got? Because I know you've got purple heads as well. I think you, I think I saw a purple head Tremper and I was like, I have never seen a purple head Tremper before. And yeah. I saw it and I was like, that that works. That looks nice. It, it actually just got it. I'll if I can find it real quick. Someone just put a deposit on it last night. Hold on, I'll try and find them. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, sushi. Um, normally, it'll be heat cable or heat mat. Me personally, I choose heat cable. Um, it's cheaper to buy. It's cheaper to run. Um, I use thermal tape. It almost works like a heat mat. Heat mat is probably the superior way to do it, but I find heat cable works just as fine. So this is the purple head trampler. So it almost doesn't look purple head like all my other purple heads. And again, this light sucks. Let me turn the overhead light on. That might help. This gecko I saw on uh, J5's Instagram, it, it, is, it is killer. So if you want to see it, it's on, it is on his Instagram. Yeah, it's better to see the pictures. Uh, I should have probably tested the video beforehand. Um, Honestly, what? Jeff, it ne it never ever will show the true color. Never. Right. Well, that's you know that's all my pictures that you know the nice ones that go on Morph Market. They're using a def uh, you know a nice DSLR camera. Um, you know they look true to their color. I'm not adjusting saturation or or color at all. Um, but yeah, so another blood trampers are are insane. I don't have any blood with rainwater or bell yet, so I can't really say. But let's see. Do you work with much uh, bell, Jeff? I don't think I've seen you with any bell. I, I did. I have a few left that I'm going to repair next year. I'll, I'll show those too. So this is a pretty nice blood tramper that doesn't want to... That is very nice. I love that like it ha it's the best way to explain it is that it almost has that stonewash look on its back that's 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 what i like about them you know yeah i i love when geckos have that break on the lavenders you see it in coppers you see it in tangelos i love yeah, that you can almost consider it a, like a tangelo but you know obviously it's not from directly from ron they typically look like this when they're younger yeah. Oh, hey. yeah. So this is another one that might be a holdback. Um, we'll see. Uh, I have so many. Uh, I'll show you the mail. I tried to mark everybody ahead of time. I'm the exact same. One, uh... It's like a sweet shop in here. You can never find it. I, I, I have. How many do you have right now? Leo's? Yeah. I have about between 60 and 70 breeding Leo's. Okay. Wow. They're not, so not, too, not too. You... This year you was my biggest year. I've reduced 250, right? I've reduced 250 wow. this season. Um, too much, or next? You know, I'm just gonna say next year I might just reduce it just a little bit because I, even though I have quite a few adults, I might not make a like I might not pair just for pairing. I might be like, oh, this year I'm gonna give that pairing a try. But man, like you just said, I, I work full time. I, I work for a construction company with my dad. Um, every single morning and every single evening, I'm in here checking babies because you know what they're like. They get stuck shed and whatnot. But 250 babies, anyone watching 250 babies is 
it, it, it becomes a chore. It becomes real hard. So I think now, next year, and I don't know whether, this is something I want to ask you, actually. This year has been probably one of the quieter years on the selling front, on the people wanting to buy. I don't know whether there's been... I know, well, I know in the UK, a lot of people have found a hobby in the lockdown with COVID, got loads of geckos, repeat breeded them. Right. So I don't know whether you guys have had the same, but I've, I've seen a reduced of people purchasing. So I'm going to be doing a little bit less on the hatching side next year, just to be safe. I don't want all these geckos, you know, it's, there's no need. Right. It, it's probably similar. You know, when COVID happened, you know, I listed them on Morph Market. And I never sold so much, so many online. I never had to. So, I, you know, it's not, not really comparative, but when COVID happened, I probably sold 40 yeah. within a month, oh, which is crazy. I was going to FedEx every day. Uh, since, you know, this year, I probably sold maybe 20 on Morph Market as a whole. Mm. But I think a lot of people like to buy a Morph Market in the spring. Yeah. And that time of the year, I don't really have anything. Whereas right now, I'm in. I'm in a good situation where I probably have 60 to 70 left to yeah. sell. And that'll carry me through my shows before I'm hatching again. Yeah. Um, I have probably five more shows before I really start hatching again. And I probably average around 10 a show. Okay. Uh, That's uh, right. how, how do you, how do you typically do a shows? So uh, it's it, like I said, the last, the last show I went to, I, I think I had about four sales. Right. Um, I had a load of pre-sales. A lot of people um, will say, oh, can you bring it to the show? We're going to the show. We'll pick up from you. I think I had about 10 geckos already pre-sales, but actually purchased from the show on the day, I think I had about three. But the last show after that, it was one of the, re it was a really, really, really small show. So to sell like five geckos there would be the equivalent of selling like 20 at the biggest show. So right. I did quite well at the little show, but I don't know. It's just, I'm not, I, I normally... I'm not worried or anything because of like you just said around about March, all the babies are a good size. People are going crazy. They want ready to breed stuff. So I know it will yeah. always go, but yeah, there's just something, I don't know where it's just UK. There's something at the moment. I don't know where it's COVID, but like you said, people were going crazy for animals at one point. People were buying dogs, like dogs were like rare to get. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. Geckos. yeah. And like you said, they'll, by March, they'll be probably ready to breed. And they're typically yeah. the nicer geckos I have that last that long. Or they're the more ones. Because I always mark stuff down at shows um, just to get, get stuff out, depending on. But if I really want to keep it, I'm not marking it down. Yeah. And the older they get, the typically more value they get anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably have like 60 or so left. You know, yeah. it got a little over overwhelming um, at the height of the season where they filled all my racks, my other rack. They were on my workbench. I'm like, <laughs> I'm running out of room. <laughs> <laughs> Do your, so, are your kids and family involved? Uh, no, you, not really. Um, yeah. My older son, he's 11, used to go to the shows with me. Mm. When COVID happened, um, he wasn't. Uh, well, they were shut down for a while. Um but he'll start coming again once he's vaccinated. Um, yeah, so, because he liked it. it. He was more because my other buddy has his son. He brings his son. Mm -hmm. And then they just play in their phones. But his son's a couple years older. That's actually into the hobby now, which is kind of exciting to see. But, you know, with me being in the hospital for a couple of days, I'm like, 
All right, I'm gonna have to start teaching these kids um, how to clean the bowls. <laughs> yeah, so my older son, I go typically go. Uh, we go on a fishing trip for a week in the summer. With I've been doing it since I was like 15 years old. So he'll pull babies, he'll feed them. I'll mark. All right, these are the 12 you have to really moisten every day and feed. You know, not 150, which yeah. might be a little overwhelming. So <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna learn whether they like it or not. <laughs> Um, because, and then I'll pay them too, you know? Yeah. That that was part of the reason to get back in was to kind of teach them something, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It'll, it'll be good for them, like, with life skills as well. I know it sounds silly, but, like, something to look after, or like you said, if you, even if you paid them, like, they have a little bit of a taste of work and things like that. It's, it'll yeah. definitely be beneficial for them. Yeah. Yeah, my older son is 11, and, he he started mowing lawns this year, so he it's kind of exciting. He actually has money set aside. He used to blow it all on Fortnite and whatever other video games. So now he's <laughs> Get actually, a new skin or something. <laughs> he, he's saving it now, so it's kind of it's kind of good, good to see. Um, but my my middle son, um, he's like, I want to make some money. So what I think I'm going to do for him is mark like twenty of the lower containers. You know, adults, yearlings, and, yeah. and babies. Be like, all right, you take care of these ten each week. I'll give you ten dollars. Yeah, and it's ten minutes of work. It's it's nothing crazy. He'll complain about it, but you know, Definitely. hopefully, I'll get into it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Good. He could get into it as well. I got a friend. I think he's watching the live. Uh, his name's CNM Reptiles, and uh, he got one of his friends to help him. Like he paid him to help clean the racks and stuff. And now he wants to get geckos because of now yeah. he's seen he's get like it'll be with your son. Like he'll see a get he'll have a baby and he'll he'll watch it raise, watch it shed, and watch it change. And it all of a sudden you're 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 deep into it without even knowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what my buddy my buddy David DMJ does with his son is he gives them all right. This is your clutch for the year. Whatever yeah. you sell, you get to keep. Um, so if you hit a nice clutch of ball pythons, that could be quite a <laughs> bit of money. Um, but he's actually, you know, watching him grow over that three or four years. You know, he was probably nine when we started vending, and I think he's 12 or 13 now. Um, he sells. He's a good seller. He's, you know, takes them out of the case, explains genetics to people. Yeah. And this is coming from a 12-year-old. So it's pretty exciting. Um, and, and hopefully my kids will eventually be there. If I, I have no doubt of all the stuff you have. They'll, they'll have to fall yeah. into it. Yeah. <laughs> is, there is, geckos or, is there any geckos or lines you're work, you don't work with yet, Jeff, that you would really like to get into? Is there something yeah, that... So you... I, got, I got a pair of Black Knights. I got a male from, from Greg and Blizzy, and then I got a female from a show. I forgot who it's from, but he has all the genetics. Uh, that tied to JMG as well as I think it was Darling. Um, they're not the darkest, like the one your buddy showed, yet, you know, yesterday. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, eventually that. Um, there's clowns that I want to get into, Stonewash. Yeah. And then I got one, if I could find her. I think this. It's not anything special, but it's something I want to try to bring out more. And I don't know if it'll come up on camera. But you see like the the dark orange spots in this? Oh oh yeah, it has that definitely has that clown look to it with the with so, the oranges, the splotches. I want it to come out like 
I want to call it rust, if it ever is everything. Yeah. Where it almost looks like a rusty gecko. Yeah. Even, so, I don't know if it's the camera, I'm also picking up some, like, greens in there as well. Yeah, there's there's definitely green and then, like, dark orange. Oh, that's stunning. And then browns. So, you know, and this is just a cross between a hyperxanthic and a bandit. And I popped out a couple like this. And so I'm going to hold back. Uh, this is a female. I'll pair it to the father this year um, and see if that turns into anything. You know, I, uh, like I was saying, Heidi that has a Skittles line. She said she sees that in her Skittles line too. That that I, I like. I know I've spoke to uh, Jeff a few times um, at JMG, um, and he said the hyperexanthic stuff is almost similar to like the Stonewash in terms of it's rare. There's no not really. It's sort of gone dis disappeared in a, in a way. So it's nice to see you working with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got I got the hyperxanthic from him as well. Um, so whatever that is, I, I, I don't know if it's anything yet, but I want to explore that more and kind of hold some more like that back and, and breed them to each other. Um, <laughs> so definitely with um, with, with clown, what I, what I like what I like with clown is you literally don't know what you're gonna get with clown. Like that anything right. can pop out. I mean, I've got. I'll show you. I think I've posted it a few times. I've got this one, and it's just—it's just the only one that's hatched like it, and it's just got this purple and this white stripe down its back. It's just right because I, I know you met Matt. What was it like to meet Matt? Uh, me, I would have been petrified. <laughs> oh, so, so you know, Matt, before Matt got out a few years ago, I bought a white and yellow from him, a couple other geckos from him, and then uh, so I was vending at a New Hampshire show this was after COVID. It was one of the first shows back and I saw him. I'm like, holy... Yeah, so that's something I need. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... Uh, I might... I'm talking with um, Junior's Gecko. So he does clowns too. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he'll let me... He'll hook me up because, you know, the great thing about the 3D stuff is, all right, now I could trade. You want 3D stuff? I want a clown. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Win, um, win. Yeah, exactly. So, I was wearing my face mask at at uh at at the show, and I just saw him walking around. I'm like, holy shit, it's Matt! And he he came up, he started talking to me. And uh, do you listen to the Strength and Leo's podcast at all? Yes, I'm a huge fan. So when they did his his like four or five part, uh, he came up to one of the shows. He's like, hey, did you listen to the Strength and Leo's yet? And it was I look not the part that he was talking about, but in one of the shows, he's like, I was at a, a, a reptile expo in Vermont the other day. And, you know, someone just, you know, they asked, do people recognize you still? And he's like, I was talking about you. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. So <laughs> it's cool. He actually, he'll stop by every time at every show talk. And we talk leopard geckos, which is, you know, I kind of fanboy out at first, you know, yeah. he's like the person I learned just about everything from yeah. starting with, not to say since then, you know, I do talk with, you know, a lot of people like Heidi, I bothered for years at Xeno Gecko Morse. I picked Micah at MS Farm Spring all the time. Um, that was the exciting thing with uh, the 3D stuff is you really start to talk to people that you normally wouldn't talk to and, and they're approaching you and you're like, holy shit, I've been following you for years. 
Yeah. Um, so it's pretty exciting. Uh, but no, Matt's a great guy. He's, he's I'm glad to see that he's back. Yeah. Um, and he's producing some killer stuff. He has clowns too. So might eventually get one off of him. I, I, if I was you, I would have been. Oh, I would have been fangirling so hard. But it's, it's nice to know because it, I'm the same. But it, I remember watching his genetic uh, YouTube video when I first started, and I used to watch it and watch it again, watch it again, still scratching my head. It's only till you get yep. your hands involved and you see it from your own eyes, then you start to learn more. But yeah, it'll just be. It's nice to know that he's. He, 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 Obviously, I don't know him. It's nice to know that he's a good guy, and I suppose yeah. we're all the same. We're, even though it doesn't matter whether you've got fifty thousand followers, five thousand followers, whatever, we're all we're all the same people. We all enjoy the same hobby, right? Yeah, and, and you know, he learned everything from I think it was A and R. Uh, I remember when I met him the first time at, for the first time at a Reptile Expo. You know, I'm like I watched everything. And he's like, well, the person I learned everything for is right across from me. I'm like. Uh, I like you because <laughs> so, I've had that in an expo where people come up to me is like, Oh, you know, I follow your account. I'm like, well, th this is the guy he was standing right next to me that I learned everything yeah. from. And they didn't yeah. seem to care. I'm like, but maybe one day you'll, <laughs> you'll know who that is. So. <laughs> they don't even know who there was around the, the, right. the, the godfather himself that's the that's yeah. the beauty of it that's that is yeah i love it when people come up to me at the shows and they'd be like oh i've seen your instagram or i've seen your live it just it just makes you feel good and that sounds yeah. silly it just it just like it's nice knowing people appreciate your work do you know what i mean so well yeah and that's that's you know unfortunately what you know this whole instagram thing is you got to worry about is if we didn't have this what do you mm. what do you have after that i don't know where it would go exactly there's other there is other things but as you know they don't really take off um instagram and facebook we all rely on is something there was a there was an app called me we i don't know whether you guys yeah. in america that just didn't work it couldn't go anywhere right it, it didn't go absolutely anywhere and i mean it's just instagram and facebook there's so many people watching i mean probably half the people that like my stuff don't even know what a leopard gecko is do you know what i mean right. so yeah, yeah. It, exactly. it branches out to new people it's like when it comes down to sort of like uh having people that don't know what they're looking at is a good There we go. There we go. Yeah, after an hour, it, 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 time flies, you see. Time flies, <laughs> fun. But yeah, after an hour, it cuts off and I have to, I have to start again. But we only got a few questions anyway. But back to what I was saying with the uh, with the Instagram, it's good bringing new people in and people that don't know what they're looking at. Similar to, you know, in the hobby, a lot of people, they, they talk down to the pet shops. Right. And I understand, like, they don't, they are in it for the money and whatnot, but at the same time, a lot of people go to these shops and that's how they get into the hobby. Same with me. All, all my first animals came from a pet shop. That's what got yeah. me into the hobby. So we all need to just understand these sort of things. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be honest, Jeff, I'm really worried to see how things go. Like, like I said to you earlier with the Gecko Buzz page, that guy probably posts once every maybe a month every two weeks and he's been taken down it's just ridiculous yeah and and he i don't from what i recall he doesn't he, he just posts pictures yeah right N not not even a lot of uh text behind them or you, no way even marketing them for sale 
know, do I take my morph market link off my bio? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't know if that's a flag. Um, from what I've been told from a few people is I'm, I, I've been told that if you have a website on your bio, it actually benefits you because I, I think they're looking at more of a, oh, this guy's legit. He's got a website. He's, got, he's, he's actually selling these animals on the morph market or whatever. So therefore, he's good. I don't, I don't know whether that's true or not, but it's just whatever's going on, they need to sort it out because it's 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 just ridiculous. I think I do yeah. think it's down to their botting system. They're picking up things we're saying, and yeah, I know that I know that in like you said, Instagram is Facebook, and I know Facebook's very much no pet sales at all. So I don't know whether that's taking action. It's just. It's just ridiculous. That's what I can say. Yeah, yeah. So I, I try to just play it safe. And here's a picture of a gecko. And, you know, yeah. hopefully people follow me, recognize me, and, and, and know to look me up. Um, yeah, it's it sucks. You know, because like and I told you that I was in the saltwater hobby. Same thing happened with that. And it's it's like a ghost land now. You can't sell anything. Um yeah. Not 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 even if you work like you, there's nowhere to go, so it kind of ruins the hobby in a, in a way. So yeah. where where do, where do people go now? To Petco, you know. Exactly. Is that they're taking down the people that are actually doing right and buy it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's funny enough. You talk about salt water. My my dad is a huge salt water man. Um, yeah. We've got a seven hundred liter um saltwater marine coral tank downstairs yep. that's in the wall and uh, funny enough the other day he went to me he went uh, like george you know uh, more about um instagram and stuff he said i've noticed recently uh people be selling corals saying pm me for information why are they why are they doing what, what that PM me? <laughs> yeah like, he said well i don't that's want to message them i just want to comment i just want to comment so I, 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 i'm interested i said ah oh, it's facebook but yeah he like you said even even corals, and I think um, Jay at Eco Geckos, he owns a, a live food store in the UK for your reptile feeders, and he said, I can't even post an animal eating a bug as advertisement because of they're seeing it as animal cruelty. I'm like, you're joking me, surely. Yeah, because well, that's what I heard is PETA is, is pretty, they back, back Facebook. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to think what we could all do. Do you know what I mean? It's, I'd love to open up an app or something. I know there's Reptinet. So anyone interested, there is like, it's like a reptile Facebook. It's literally the exact same as Facebook for reptiles. But as you know, how many people, do, how many people will go on there and use it and stuff like that? It's just, yeah, I've yeah, tried so like, that, that's the problem is Instagram and Facebook are for everyone. People that wouldn't normally be looking at geckos and like oh that's pretty cool uh yeah if you're gonna be on a reptile app you already know uh but you also want to reach you know teach people that don't know anything about them and and make them aware um and that's what you'll lose definitely this is where like probably like yourself a lot of people are just going to be worried to post and I, i just hope they do eventually fix it um because of yeah, there's there's people's actual businesses on the line here, and you know it's hurtful. Like you got you, even though we're working with animals, it's almost like an art form. Like you're showcasing your your art, and then to have it just taken down with with no no questions at all, it's absolutely ridiculous. The, the, that's the that's the hardest part, is, or the worst part is you just log in and you can't get into anything, and yeah. you're like, why did this happen? 
Yeah. Um, do I not get to defend myself at all? Exactly. Not even, oh, hi, you put this photo. Uh, we're not happy with it. We, we, can we remove it or you can appeal it? Great, that's fine. But they're literally going, snap, you're off. And, and you're what, a month in since you've been? Month, month in and every two and you days. Haven't, every you haven't two, even heard anything. No, not, not, they haven't even told me. Why, why the account got taken down? Nothing like that. Um, not an email, nothing. And I mean, every two days I'm trying to appeal it, just hoping someone will see the help centre because it, it is a mistake. I know Bubba Gecko's got his account back quite quickly. Um, oh, I was going to ask, did anybody get it down and, and back up? Yeah, he, I don't know how he done it. I don't know whether he called them or he has some magic powers, but he got his account back within two days. Uh, Boss Dragon, he got his account back in a few weeks, but it just seems like luck. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, you know, why I have the second account now. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a backup to, to fall on. If, Definitely. You know, that That's completely separate from, from Gecko's. Um, yeah, maybe you want to have one for, you know, your lives. Yeah, definitely. I've also was thinking, maybe do I do it on YouTube? Because I know sometimes in a live people talk about geckos available and things like that. And I don't want people to be like yourself, get in trouble and people like me get in trouble because we, right. we don't know what what's right or wrong anymore. Do I do it on YouTube? Because that, this is what's come with Instagram. It's like, I don't want to put all my effort in making an algorithm and everything like that, like on my other Elite Gecko account. What annoyed me as well is like, uh, 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 the reels are doing very well. and Because, uh, you know, you put a lot of work into it. Every every mm -hmm. five o'clock, I made sure I did a post, uh, made sure my Instagram looked like, I'm a bit OCD, I like everything looking the same, like white background. Um, so it makes you think now, do I bother? Do I just move over to YouTube? And I know a lot of people, if it carries on, people will, we will find a way. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it, it is what it is. You can't do yeah. nothing about it. Yeah, it, it, we'll see how it plays out. Um, because, it, you know, to have that happen, you know, after mm. four or five years, you know, I finally just hit 4,000. And, you know, that's a lot of work. And yeah. to have that just taken away would be a bummer, you know, for sure. Uh, it's more, but it's like I said earlier, it's more the history, you know, yeah. you're looking back at, oh, this is what I, I was producing three years ago. You know, the text is in there, the pairings. Um, I might be able to find that picture on my phone, but yeah, all that info is gone. I definitely, I mean, even like, it might sound silly, I, I had accounts on there that I've been following for so many years, but I can't remember their user. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I got messages from people that they might message me three times a year, and I've been speaking to them for the last six, seven years, and now I, I, that, that's all gone. That's what really worried me, is the amount of people I speak to all over the world, I could potentially lose contact with them. Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, when that happened to you, I went through a bunch of messages where I know I've gotten stuff off of people that had genetic lineage in there, yeah. took screenshots and put them all in a folder. But we're work we're going backwards. You know? yeah, I, sh yeah. I shouldn't have to do that. Um, yeah. So we develop, we we develop and we improvise. We 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 always do. I think I th the funny thing is I think everyone's gonna start going back to Facebook now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and well, well, you know, Facebook has it, it's it's pluses. You know, um, you know for more club related type things or, you know, there's a lot of good um, pages over there, you know, where, 
you could direct people. I'm like, hey, you know, I have people. I want to do a bioactive. I'm like, well, there's a bioactive leopard gecko club. Yeah. I don't know much about bioactive for leopard geckos, but you know, check out this site, you know, or this club on Facebook, or you know, Heidi at Xenomorph. She has a pretty big club over there. I think it's yeah. Leopard Gecko Club, um, which is great, you know, for the community. Yeah. Uh, but I, I find that you know, individual pages, I don't like over there. So my yeah. breeder page on on Facebook is nowhere near what it is on Instagram. Um, it's, it's a lot easier to just tag things and post on Instagram than, all right, make a post and then share it to 12 different clubs individually yeah. to get any traction. So, you know, my, my, my followers on Facebook is probably five or 600. Yeah. Or it's, you know, 4,000 on Instagram. Is it is that because of you just prefer how to use Instagram models? Because I know, I, I, especially with American breeds, I know uh, a lot of American friends of mine they don't go nowhere near Facebook because of you know Facebook is a little bit more on the you know if you if you post a photo of a I don't know a, a white and yellow tremper and it was actually a clip, someone would be more likely to say in the comments you're an idiot. Uh, than yeah, the I'm sure there's plenty of trolls over there. Yeah, is, is, um, is it more that side of things as well? Because I know a lot of people just came off Facebook because of because of that sort of stuff. Facebook reminds me of a mix between Instagram and and forums, where mm -hmm. you know the the club pages like or you know they're more of a forum where you can post something, get info. Uh, what I like about Instagram is you post a picture, you tag it, and as long as people are following those tags, or yes. or your your friends with me, they might see my post. And you know, some posts get like on Instagram. I don't know why how it works, but I get I typically get like seventy to a hundred likes. Yeah. Every once in a while, I get like two to three thousand. I, I yeah. don't know how. You know, I'm typically tagging the same stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot, I grew pretty quick early on in Instagram. I posted a lot of, uh, a lot of hatchling videos and, and actually coming out of the egg. I've had a couple of videos that hit like 70,000 views. Yeah. And I think that's what started. So I went from like, you know, 500 to th almost 3,000 pretty quick. And then it stuck, stuck around 3,000 for, it seemed like two years, I you know. Yeah. I think Instagram are better at pushing people. They might, so, like, if you are somebody that's constantly liking white geckos, they will pick up, like, oh, this person keeps liking an image called Diablo Blanco and hashtag leopard gecko. So right. they'll start pushing out those images to that person. The same with Reels at the moment. I know Instagram are competing with TikTok. So at the moment, doing Reels is a really big thing at the moment to help draw palm on my phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I'm just trying to learn them right now. I'm old, you know, so uh, started to get into reels. But yeah, that's what my, my buddy, you know, my buddy that I've been with, we, you know, all the shows we go to are typically four or five hours away. And we just mm. talk reptiles the whole way down. And, you know, real, we were talking about reels the other day. He's like, yeah, that's where it's at now. Yeah. Uh, you know, TikTok is addicting. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if that'll be for breeding, like where people would, you're absolutely right the people that look at my reels and like my reels are people that are not interested in leopard geckos they're, they're never going to breed leopard geckos and they've just seen the reel and they've gone oh that looks cool it's a red dragon looking thing in his hand let's get that <laughs> like same with tiktok you know 
Whereas when you put an actual Facebook post, as in a sorry Instagram post as a picture, you're more likely to get your breeders and your stuff to like to comment, yeah. and like that. It pushes it out to. I've noticed it pushes it out to a lot of like Indian people, a lot of Asian countries. Yeah, it's all over the world. Yeah, yeah. and, and I get messages all the time in different languages. I'm like, all right, I don't even <laughs> yeah. know how to respond. <laughs> so, uh, but. Uh, for for both the geckos and the 3D stuff. Um, so, you know, the 3D stuff is shippable, but I don't ship outside the U.S. Have you ever shipped out of the U.K.? As well, as in uh, leopard geckos? Yeah. Uh, this will be, next season will be my first, uh, no, sorry, this Christmas will be my first send into the USA and out of the oh, country. Yeah. So, so I'm I mean, just shipping from New York to California, do, I'm pretty do, stressed out. Do you know, I don't really know how you guys courier your animals, because I know in the UK, because uh, I used to run a reptile courier company in the UK, so I used to drive around, pick everyone's animals up and deliver them. Um, I know you guys have like FedEx. So I know you It's all up. FedEx as far as yeah. I know. We, ha um, we yeah. have to have a reptile insured courier. And the back of the van is pretty much loads of vivariums with like heat in there, no fans, thermostats. My van was probably that thick of insulation all the way around. You could sleep in the back of the van. Um, so sometimes animals would be on board for probably between three to eight days sometimes. Wow. So when I hear you guys, you go, uh, go oh, are you worried about weather? And I'm like, no, but in the back of my head, you guys ship differently to us. We, yeah. I mean, our courier drivers, they, they stop off every hour. You have to check the animals. You have to give them more. No, that's, that's, that's crazy. I'd never heard of that. I mean... So within the U.S., you you have you can't just go to FedEx and ship a gecko. You have to go through one of the the companies. So I use Reptiles Express, but there's also um, Reptiles to you. There's a bunch of them. They all use FedEx. Yeah, uh, but you know we're shipping uh, FedEx Priority overnight. So I'll drop them off at 7 p.m. and then they're typically at the customer by the next day. So is that an, is that another stone wash or this is a stone wash? Yeah, that's awesome. So is that what tramper line? Yes, that stone wash is a line. A, a, yeah, a tramper line. I mean, okay. I did have someone message me and say say they got a stone wash bell, and I was like, "Are you sure?" Um, yeah, as far as I know, you could get stone wash without albino at all too. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's. Um, maybe <laughs> we'll see how we do. Um, so that, you know, a lot of my, my collection is, you know, I have three kids. I don't spend a lot of money, but if I sell, you know, a thousand dollars a show, I might spend $500 on a gecko. I didn't start off like that. So each year it was, you know, you grow and you buy nicer stuff. And I'm finally at that, that point where I'm like, almost all my stuff is pretty nice. Mm. Um, because each but, year it gets better and better, doesn't it? Each year you hold back the best, you yeah. buy better stuff, and exactly. it just gets better and better. Yeah, I mean, that, and there's people that do buy nice right off the bat. Um, I didn't do that. You know, I bought well-known genetics. Um, and then, you know, bred, held the better stuff, sold, eventually sold the parents. and uh, But I'd say 90% of my collection is pretty nice now. I keep some basic stuff, like I said, for, you know, just so I could have 60, 70 geckos at a show. Yeah. Um, so, 
but because I don't want all my stuff. As as you know, it's even with like sometimes crossing other things, like with me, my red diamond, I crossed the red diamond to copper this season, and I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I got six eggs. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a rubbish breeder, but it's her first season, um, and two were fire. The, the, other, right. the other ones I could sell for a little bit less. Um, so, yeah, like you said, even though we have real, real, real nice animals, you do still get the few that are... Yeah, you still um, get studs. And, and, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I think I was telling you, like, those Eclipse Bloods, they're just nothing special. Um, mm. They're kind of bland. Where, as all my other blood stuff is, like, nice and dark. Yeah. Orange and reds. Whereas the Blood Eclipses, it just it pales them out a little bit. Um, so I might try to get the clips out of that project somehow, um, because I like, I like the dark, dark. You like that, that traditional dark blood tangerine yeah. look. Let's see. I'll, I think I showed them already, but let me find them. Oh, I didn't show you this yet. This is a Tango Crush. Oh, nice. So this is Gecko Daddy's line of tanger tangerine. Um, it's got like greens in it too. Yeah, that's stunning. So that's, a, but this guy, I, I got off another breeder. Uh, she got them both from Gecko Daddy, but still, is, it might be a year or two. I mean, this is only like 35 grams. Uh, so she won't go this year. Uh, I think it was better Gecko. She had some um, of that, that stuff in her lines, and I thought, Ooh. Yeah, it is. It, I, I like orange, obviously, um, and then black and white, so like Max Nuff stuff. But yeah, there's a ton of stuff. Yeah, and that that's probably what drew me closest to leopards is, you know, all the different colors and yeah, and stuff like that. So, and they're so easy to keep as well. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I know you do have some people that don't like racks. You have some people that don't like Bavarians. They are so easy. They, they, They're meant for racks. Yeah, they thrive with just the littlest of, of things. I, I mean, even some of the um, Leos. I mean, I've I got one of my bloods, funny enough, and uh, I upgraded her into a bigger tub. And she just weren't eating, just was not feeding. I figured I was wrong. Got her parasite tested, came back negative. I put her back in her smaller tub boom eating and everything they mean they, they some of them even like a small a small space yeah just, yeah it's a pleasure to work with, with. Uh, ball pythons too where some of them are just happier so my females are all on 28 court i just like them to have a lot of room especially with the lay boxes and stuff the males are in 16 mm. and then the hatchlings are in, in six court um you asked about so do you have bells too yeah i have some bells yeah Mine. This is my biggest bell. It's my biggest guy. He's not a giant, but he's he's probably 105 grams. Very nice. So this is a Max No uh, radar, but he didn't do the job last year. <laughs> I only have one male, and I had three females. And he he didn't want anything to do with any of them. He j he just didn't perform for you that year. No, and, and the year before he did great. Um, I know I have. I think I have two females left, so that might be something I get out of. Yeah. If 
the rainwater stuff I'm focusing more on. You know, because I'm I'm pretty much at like forty to fifty adults combined, mm. male and female. I I don't really want to go above that. When you have a couple kids, you'll you'll learn why. You know that. Yeah. So, is is Bell your favorite line of uh, albino? No, it, it really isn't. Last season, I, I actually said to myself, "I'm I'm not breeding bells no more." Um, but I kept right. coming back, and I thought, with me, I'll hold adults. It's not. I'm in never a rush to get rid of a gecko. And I thought to myself, Do you know what? I'm going to keep it very small. I'm going to do two pairings, and um, they've popped out so fire. It is it has changed right. my mind already. Uh, yeah, I will so always that's... keep it small because of, I prefer my albinos with that washed out look whereas bells are very more splotchy very bold patternings i prefer right. that pastely look in my albinos it's just how i am um right but yeah I, I, this season's made me go oh, i'm so glad i've done that pairing <laughs> yeah yeah so i i'll see how they do this year um i did pick up one other one let me see if they can find her So of course it's a tangerine bell. Oh, nice! And head eclipse, so she'll be one. See, that uh, almost looks like um, the sun. I don't know if you're familiar with the Sunfires. No, uh, I never heard of them. So the Sunfire is DC geckos in the UK's bell line. There's a few people okay. in the USA with it. It it very much looks like that. Very nice. Bell and tangerine is just. A combination that's meant to go together. Yeah, yeah. Like every so another another thing I want to get into is fire bold. Mm. You know, I love bold. I love tangerine. You know, typically most bolds are yellow. Yeah. And, you know, gecko bow is fire bolds are insane. I do have a fire bold cross from Z, uh, Zeno gecko morphs. That's pretty nice. Um, but you know. Now I'm back to where I was, where I'm, I have 40 projects going on, and I only want a pair of like 20 to 25. Yeah, so <laughs> just just get. Do, do you do this on? Um, I know some people they don't like talking about their personal life, which is absolutely fine. Is this what you do? Is this a hobby to you? Was this more it's a hobby? Yeah, it's a hobby, but but living it's in taking New York, over. <laughs> it, it's a business, unfortunately, because. To sell at shows in New York, you need a tax ID. Okay. So everything I sell is logged. I pay taxes on it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a business. Yeah. Uh, not, but it's really not. It's a hobby. Yeah. You, know? you never get your money back. You never you <laughs> yeah, end up spending exactly. it. I don't spend. I, I do make some money on it, but it's, it's, you know, if you put in the hours you put into it. Yeah. And what you make them. I, I'd be better off working at Burger King. I don't know whether you're the same as well as I'm, uh, the guy you share your table with at the shows. I'm assuming he's like a friend of yours. Yeah. Uh, when I go to the shows now, whatever I earn at the shows, it sort of covers for the weekend now. Like we go for something to eat, we get some drinks. Knowing yeah. me, I pick up two, three geckos while I'm there. Um, it ends up just paying for itself. <laughs> yeah, and that's essentially, you know, so... You know, we went to a show two weeks ago between hotel. I mean, we split a hotel and 
and travel. So, but you know, you're, you gotta make 250 just to break even. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I might make 600, 700. Um, but then you're buying geckos and, you know, your fuel, your food and your drink. Yeah. It all adds up. Yeah. And it's really just, you know, something to keep you busy. It's a stress reliever. You know, yeah. it's, it's nice to produce stuff and be like, Oh, this is a line I've been working on for a few years. And, um, yeah, it's just keeping busy really, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to teach the kids business, you know, Talking to people with like-minded thoughts as well. It's like when I talk to my mates uh, who I go to school with, they go, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, what? I have a pretty decent paying job. You know, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Um, like, what are you doing? Like, that's just fun. You know, yeah, exactly. I like fishing and I like reptiles. So that's, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> awesome, man. Anyway, Jeff, I think I'll give it a wrap up here, mate. Yeah, absolutely, uh, man. Do you want to let everyone know where to find your pages, uh, if you've yep. got stuff available, all that good stuff? Yeah, so J5Gecko on Instagram, obviously J5Gecko3D for the, you know, the 3D stuff on Instagram. Obviously, you can reach me on both. J5Gecko on Facebook, J5Gecko on Morph Market. Uh, shipping's probably closed for the year. Uh, I know I, I saw Hall of Geckos was watching before. He's the one that bought that Purple Head Tremper. He put a deposit down, and I'm like, boy, it's going to be a while before I'm going to ship. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So that'll probably go in the spring sometime. Very nice. So, very, very nice, man. Well, we'll, def we'll definitely get you on again because he's been Yeah, absolutely. Action. I'm excited to see. You know, I know you have one with uh, MS Farms coming up. So yeah. I'll be watching for sure. Uh, I try to watch them when I can. Typically, you go live on that work. So yeah. I'll have it on, but not – 100% paying attention it sucks about instagram when you go back and watch you don't necessarily see the comments yeah, uh, yeah. is that something that you know that they might be working on I, I have no idea i did try to i bought an app that was like a screen recording app so it oh. records my screen and i tried that and because the file was so big it was taking like days to upload to, to process YouTube. Yeah, so it is such a shame because sometimes a lot of my viewers are actually on the podcast, and uh, when they listen, they're like, "Oh, we can't hit. We we, we see you t answering questions, but we can't see the comment or the response." I'm like, "Oh, I, I know it's it's annoying, but yeah, hopefully, well, yeah." yeah I, and I, just I'm not even paying attention to the comments right now, but you know, I'll see someone ask a question and forget to go back. So yeah, you know, it'll be good to. You know if that ever got figured out i think i think youtube allows you to see comments yes but, it does you know so it, it, this is where it goes back now to with instagram it, 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 when i go live like when me and you go live this is what i like about instagram is it brings two pages together exactly so my my people get announced that george has gone live and then your people say you've gone live with me so that's what i really like with youtube it's like I've got to say to everybody, here's the link. Do you know what? Do you know what I mean? The more we get in, the not that I'm bothered about numbers, but the more people that tune in, the better it is for everybody. Like they can hear right. our, our stories, our advice, and it's better for us. But um, uh, to Mark, to Mark in the comments below, if you search more fantastic live on podcast and youtube you'll be able to find us and this episode will be uploaded so anyone that's missed it or only watched half they will be uploaded as well but right. um i love you 
And I'll, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, pre- I, you know, thanks again. You know, I know it fell apart a couple of times. Um, and, you know, thanks for having me back on. You know, you're, you're welcome, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. You're such a transparent guy as well. I know that a lot of people that watch these shows, they, they don't want to speak to people like me and you because they think that they're not good enough or, you know, these lives are very good to show people that, oh, this person's actually a decent guy. He's just like us. So, yeah, right. thank you for coming on. I know you've shown yourself to people that, you know, anyone can come and speak to me. Yep. Awesome. Thanks. Anyway, anyway, Jeff, I'll let you get on the rest of your day, my friend. And right, thank man. you so All much right. for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. See you All later, right. Jeff. All right. Take care, bud.